From the Duck South Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. We're mass communicating. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. This is the End of the Line Podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com. I give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. And now, here's your host, Rocky LaFleur. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Also starring Josh Webb, Jake LaTondres, Rob Kroon, David Ellis, and Ramsey Russell. Showtime. Right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Showtime, everybody! Showtime! Welcome to the End of the Line podcast. I'm Rocky LaFleur in the Ducks House Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. Joining me on the other end of the line, Rob Kroom. It's Tuesday. It's okay. Some days with Rob. <laughs> so, yeah, someday. Did you say someday with some, Rob? Some, some days with Rob. That's <laughs> what we need to change it to. I can't help yeah, it, man. I, I was I was at the farm all day uh, watching goats have sex, and that 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 is really the case. It, it may be time to hire a goat roper, somebody to help you with your goats. <laughs> I am I am official until these goats start producing some money. I am officially the goat roper. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. I'll tell you what's a goat roping if you want me to tell you. I do. A goat roping is a goat roping is when you get in a duck lease four days before season, and that's what I did today. Four days before season. Either it is yeah. really really good, or it is really really bad. Well, I. I can't tell you one way or the other, to be honest with you, because today was the first time I put my eyes on it. Well, it should be holding so, birds. Well, it's 64 degrees here right now. Huh. And, I mean, i got to turn the pump on, so they're not going to land in the dry field like Oklahoma. Why is that? Uh, I mean, it's funny because they always get fields when it's like, you know, 5 degrees and 15 degrees when it all freezes up around here, but they don't do it during the season. So, I don't know. Maybe we should maybe we should get some people to try layout hunting in the in the prairie, in the delta. See how that goes. Give us an update. I, I'm going to say it's not going to go too well. I hey, think it's all about opportunity. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you know, if you get if you're in a lease and it sucks anyway, you might as well lay in a dry field and not get your boots wet. I mean I, Hey speaking of speaking of opening weekend coming up. Ten, Tennessee open this weekend. No, it opens Friday after Thanksgiving. Arkansas opens this weekend. Mississippi opened this weekend. Missouri, Boot Hill, the the south zone of Missouri opens. 
I, I thought the South Zone didn't open until Thanksgiving, but I'm wrong about that. No, that's probably you're probably to, right. I don't go to Misery to hunt. But I want to tell y'all exactly where this lease is that I got in. It's between Nebraska and Texas. Between Nebraska and Texas? That narrows it down a lot. We're, be we're between Nebraska and Florida, if you want to kind of figure that out. That narrows it down. Thanks a lot. Yep, no problem. Feel free to join me anytime. Hey, something that's caught my attention this week riding back and forth a lot of leak rakers out leaf rakers out this last weekend and this week this beautiful weather everybody's gathering the leaves up same is it same thing up there it's nice it's nice actually in the fall you know i forgot like i forgot what 30 in the morning and 50 in the afternoon felt like after that whatever's was last year. I'm going to tell you, Rocky, the neighbors have been raking already. They started raking when one leaf hit the ground. And the pile, for some reason, I'll never figure this out. I cannot, I don't know why they do this, but they've started piling the leaves around the street side. Did that have something to do with me running through them? They, they, I think everything. They, 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 They've piled a huge-ass pile of leaves the size of a shipping container around the street side. And I can't run through the middle of them, so now what I do is get a head start and just drive as fast as I can by them. And I'm thinking about getting a blower and getting one of my twins in the back of the bed and just blowing them when we go by. They would think it was hilarious anyway. Or I could get one of those big-ass blowers they use like to blow snow off a football field and pull it. Pull it behind my uh, my truck and blow them back in the yard. <laughs> Man, you got you've got nothing better to do in this world if you're out raking your leaves this time of year. It's got to be the dumbest, most biggest waste of time of anything anybody's ever done in their lives. I understand if you want to run your lawnmower over them and chop them up, use them for mulch for the it's God's no, natural fertilizer. If you want to mulch them no, up, I'm, you know, spread them out. That's that that's good. But raking them up. Do you think? Do you think the Indians were walking around with those leather pouches around their balls, raking leaves? <laughs> oh no! No, of course not. I mean, I don't know who thought like. At one point, who, I want to know who was like, you know what we should do today? Let's get a rake, and let's go rake the leaves in the yard into a big pile, and then we'll bag them up. Like, who thought that was going to, like, whoever thought that was fun has got to be the most anal OCD individual that ever lived. It's a leaf, for God's sakes. They're going to be gone. You're going to have a nader anyway, and it's going to blow them all over the place. Just wait till the springtime. They're going to be gone. Who, like, what, what, like, I understand, like, you know, like a commercial business or like a golf course or something like that trying to get them out of play. But if you're in your yard on a Saturday during football season or Sunday when pro football's on and you're raking your leaves, 
Something is really wrong. I just don't understand it. And, you may and not the, be the, happy the fact, with your life. The, exactly. The fact that the neighbors that hate me, and it's it's mutual, rake their leaves lets me know that they're, we are not ever going to like each other. We're not going to be there. We're not going to – I'm not – if your kid comes to my house selling Boy Scout popcorn, I'm going to take the lift and throw it in the yard and let him break that up. Hey, would it be okay if the grass was still green up under the leaves? Would it be okay then if you raked your leaves? No, there's no, there's absolutely no reason to ever rake a leaf, ever. The only, the, only, the only thing that you can all right the only reason you should ever rake a leaf off your yard is if you your wife lost her ring somewhere in the yard and you got to find it any you, no other excuse is acceptable i don't care you're not getting yard of the month of december for raking your leaf <laughs> hey i got to ask how the weekend go for you uh you had a pretty good weekend, didn't you? If I if I remember right from your group message, your message in the group, you had a pretty good weekend, yeah, didn't nine, you? Yeah, I went nine and one uh, against the spread. Uh, you know, I think I I'm not trying to be cocky here, but I I did think I say I think I said last week that uh, Oklahoma's defense wasn't good, and I think I said that Tua was hurt. And I think I said that Oregon will lose. They didn't, but they will. And I think that that all happened. I didn't know Tua was going to break his hip. I feel terrible for the guy. He's, I mean, he's very injury-prone, obviously. And people can argue that he shouldn't have been in the game. But last year when he just played one half, I think it hurt him when they got to the end of the year. I don't think he was ready condition-wise and football-ready because they set second half. And I understand why they did it. And I'm not a coach, so they don't really give a crap what I say, but you know that that was a really bad deal. I feel bad for him. I, it's it's a bad deal. We'll see what they do uh, moving forward. I know that that tall white kid didn't answer, uh, but you know they got a good enough players. Maybe can put dinks and screens and slants and stuff and get through. Uh, well, two little brothers. Two little brothers are true freshmen, right? Yeah, he's redshirted, and I can't remember they changed that redshirt rule. He may be able to play. Now, that out so long, there's a certain amount of quarters you can play now, and I'm not sure what that is, but you can keep your red shirt uh, if you don't play over a certain amount of quarters. I can't remember what that number is, but I think if uh, Dink and Dean can get through the next game or even, you know, if he's not going to cut it and Saban sees that, Saban will put him out there, I think. I mean, I've heard he's – Really, really good. I heard he's uh, unreal. Not, yeah, not, like not here Tua level, but right below it. Don't get me wrong. He's yeah. not as good as yeah. Tua, but right below it. It says here that the NCAA amends the redshirt rule to allow players to play in up to Three four games, games per year with four. Four. So, I mean, he, he could play, you know, he could play. They'd have to play two in the playoffs if they made it, of course, hypothetically. And then they, they got Auburn, and did they have one more game? Uh, yeah, Western Carolina this weekend. Yeah, you might want to let that white kid play in that one, and then and then maybe fire up Tua for the for the. He's played uh, him one now. Can... I I know that I've seen him play one game because he's right-handed. 
Are you sure about this? Yes, I know he's played one game. I'm going to have to see that on paper. Because I, I, don't, I don't know why they would do that. Yeah, I'm about 99% sure I saw him in one game. I'm pretty sure he hasn't played. To us, that would be so. Brother. That would be really, really stupid on Saban's part, which they have Steve Sarkeesian. So I mean, who knows what he's done? He might have played. He might have played five games already, knowing his idiot, knowing how dumb he is. Talia is his name. Talia. I don't. I don't know. Say his last name. I want to hear how you pronounce it. Hold on just a second. Yeah, let's, hear, let's hear you pronounce. Let's hear you pronounce his last name. Tagalovoa, Tagalovoa, Tua, Tua, Yeah. All right. So we know his name. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. So his brother's name is um, Talia. Talia. All right. I like it. We'll look. Kind of got like a. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Twalia Tulavailoola. Is there anything, I mean, whoever's listening to this has to be passed out right now out of boredom, right? Like, they have to be on the floor drooling, like, man, I thought this was going to be better than this. Hey, right let now, me ask you this. Right now, there's... What, all right. what is the worst-case scenario? Man, there's so many... You know, usually kind of this thing is, besides the SEC championship game, kind of figured out about now. There's a lot of things that you still got Ohio State and Penn State to play each other. Ohio State's got two tough games. I don't think they'll lose either one. Uh, the worst case for Alabama would be for Georgia to beat LSU in the SEC championship game. But I think that pretty much guarantees two spots to the SEC if Georgia beats LSU, right? Uh, I I don't know, man. That would be two losses. Wait, that would be one loss Georgia, one loss LSU, one loss Alabama. Ooh, I don't know. Who do you put no, in? I think, uh, what? Who do you put in? I don't know, man. Clemson, oh, Ohio State. Ohio State and Clemson are not going to lose a game, for sure. About 99.9% sure. i tell you who they need to put in. i tell you right now. The Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's seven for nine. He played in the – here we go, seven for nine. He has one attempt of rushing, minus two yards. He has passed for 63 yards, 65 yards. Okay, so he's played in one game, so he's got three left. Yep. Actually, he's played in two games, Arkansas and Southern. Well, genius move, Steve. Good job. All right, so Ohio State and Clemson are both in. Let's just both agree on that right now. LSU, yeah. if they win, 
the SEC championship, which they're going to – I think I saw today that, you know, they've got Arkansas, Texas A&M left. It is the largest point spread in an SEC game since the 1970s. LSU over Arkansas. It's like 46. Do you remember what it is, 46 or 49? No, but do you think Arkansas could get into the playoffs? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They look good against Western Carolina or Western whoever they played. Southeast Missouri's educational blind school for the deaf or whatever. All right, let's 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 say this. LSU wins out. They're number one in the polls. They beat right. Georgia in the SEC championship. According to plan, right. just like it it should play out. Who do you put in? Who does Rob Croom put in? Alabama or Oregon? Alabama. Oregon's got a loss, too, and it was to Auburn. So if Bama beats Auburn, they ought to get the tiebreaker, so to speak. Even with two out. Oregon looks good, but who are they playing? They do look good. I watched them Saturday night. I, I yeah, didn't go to bed till late, and I watched that, them play Arizona. Good they were Lord, playing that Jackson quarterback. They're playing Jackson Prep. That quarterback and running back, they are good. Yeah, well, let's see they if they're that against LSU. Yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 is really, really weak this year. I, I will yeah, give well, you that. You know what I want more than anything? I want Arkansas to hire Butch Jones or some moron and them get five more years of being horrible for for the Oozer band. That's they deserve that more than anybody in the world. I I don't I hope they don't win an SEC game until two thousand and thirty seven. What is the word on the street for Arkansas, the coach? I don't know. They all thought they were getting Mike Norvell or Norval or whatever his name is, but I don't. I mean, I don't. Now they're they're they've interviewed Butch Jones, which. You know, it, this reminds me of the Tennessee coaching search, search. Like, everybody thinks they're getting Leach or Norville or one of these awesome coaches, and then all of a sudden, like, the, the weeks go by and the weeks go by, and then you start hearing names that aren't as good, you know, and you're like, huh. For some reason, people – and you called it last week. I didn't – I, I kind of thought you were crazy, but it may not be as lucrative as I thought. Me too. So it may be, you know, it may, it may not be that lucrative of a job right now. I don't know, but who, what else is going to come open? I mean, I mean, there may, you know, the Florida State job, they hadn't hired anybody. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, what are they waiting? I mean, do they have somebody already hired that they don't want to say anything before the season's over? I, I would be – I would be in heaven if they hired Bush Jones. It would be the funniest thing that ever happened. I can't believe he's on the list. I, I really can't. Oh, not only not only is he on the list, they've been interviewing him. They should hire Houston Nutback. <laughs> I hope they end up without a coach and have to get that John Lyle Smith or whatever as the interim coach. See, that guy doesn't even know. He's, he's, <laughs> He's more, he's more clueless than Matt Luke. 
Was that the worst interim coach ever, ever in the history of college football? (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh! It was awful. Nobody even no nobody at Arkansas even knew the guy was on the coaching staff. <laughs> so I can hear him in the meeting now. So what are we gonna do? Hey, let's get John L. Smith in here. He comes <laughs> They get everything they everything they get is deserved over the Oozer band. Every bit of it. I just I'm wish they'd get it in baseball. I, Seriously, I wish they'd get it in baseball. That's the only thing that I wish. Oh, I mean, it's not like they, you know, they didn't win the World Series this year. And they had the best team that was out there. It was a good team. It was it was a good one, man. Listen, I am not laughing at you guys because I know a lot of Arkansas people listen to this podcast. But golly, I'm, he I was am. man. That guy, I'm was, laughing. He he was the worst. Good night, you. I felt sorry for him. I didn't. Where would I'm you? Mad. Where where would you put Arkansas on your ranking of hatred of SEC teams? It used to be – I used to like them and root for them when we weren't playing them, but now after the Oozer band and the 4th and 25, they're, they are right near LSU for me. I would put them in about right, number right, three or four for me. Mine goes LSU and then probably – I don't really dislike state that bad. As much as people think I hate state, I really I hate Auburn worse than state, and I hate Arkansas worse than Auburn. So let's say LSU, Auburn. I mean LSU, Arkansas, Auburn's my top three. I hate Auburn. What's your least and three? I hate LSU. What's, what's your least three? You mean, top like three and I would like least. Them. Yes, the outside of Ole Miss. What's the when you think about them, you're like eh, whatever. And then, but the other one, the top three, man, they just make your blood boil. That's that's the three I just gave you. But if, as far as like, so I've, I've told you before, my my little twin likes Tennessee, and my whole family went to Tennessee. So I gave Tennessee a bunch of crap for a long time. But now that he's a fan, I've kind of been like, you know, I've kind of loosened up on them. And then, God. Who else? I don't know. Who were the top three you said? I didn't know. I said LSU is my most hated uh, because I almost got beat up by a 65-year-old at the last game I attended there. Um, Auburn and Arkansas are tied for second, 2A and 2B. And that, Arkansas is only on the list because of the Oozer band and the fourth and 25. That's That's it. I used to, I used to like them. I don't what care drove you to mad. hate Auburn, dude? Have you ever been to an Auburn game? I have one time. Those fans are insane. They have more female fans than any other fan base, and they're all—I mean, they all will just tell you you're a piece of garbage. 
I've seen more fights at Auburn games. I've been to Auburn, Tennessee games. I've been to Auburn Ole Miss games. I've seen more fights and more people just – I mean, Auburn fans are terrible. I mean, I'd agree if they with had that. Cow, if, if they had cowbells, it would be really, really bad. And can we can we talk about cowbells? Why, why do people still take those there in the stadium? If we have to have a stupid shark as a mascot, they should have to leave the cowbells at home. I can't even watch a game. <laughs> Hey, one of my buddies, he called me. We were talking yesterday. He said, you know what we ought to do for the state the Ole Miss game this year? We ought to, we ought to uh, pick two captains and let them pick their team. Yeah, that or just not watch it like everybody else. Oh, the only thing that I ask of the new AD at Ole Miss is to please, please never schedule the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving again. No. The best part of an egg bowl is when Jack Crystal said the sonic drive of the game is in me getting in my car and driving back to Tupelo to see my family. You gotta admit, man, he was one of the one of the good guys and one of the best. You gotta admit. He was that. really good. Yeah. He was really good. But I mean I, mean, I, so I, I really like Circling back, let me get let me tell you mine. So most hated for me, ooh, man, Arkansas. I'm not gonna name. I don't really know them in order, but football wise, I kind of calm down my hate for Mississippi State because Mullen's gone now. I freaking, I couldn't stand Mullen. Yeah, I mean, so, really, the reason that that rivalry got so toxic. Um. Everybody loves to hate the big dog, so I, I guess you would say Alabama, maybe. Um. Okay. Where did where on this doll did Alabama hurt you? Point to. I nowhere. I mean, everybody likes to see the the underdog win, and most the majority of the people in the world is going to pull for an underdog, and Alabama is always the favorite. I don't just dislike Alabama, but I enjoy I enjoy to see them lose. Is that a better way of putting it? Sometimes. Yeah, that's cool. I'm fine with it. I've seen them lose. Um, uh, Alabama, Arkansas. Tennessee, Tennessee drives me a little crazy. They're fans. That's that's not yeah, a shot at you, Jesse Presley, but they 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 just I, they think a lot of themselves in their football yeah, team. Can, can, can I stop you for a second and go back to mine? I have a, I have a uh, change. I need to alter my three. My third most hated team is the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss Rebels. What? Yep. 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 There, I said it. I hate. I basically hate myself. <laughs> because, dude, they hurt me. Like I'm in like one of those abusive relationships, 
and I and I'm still in it. I can't get out of it. I hate them. They hate me. I can't beat the system. I had I had had I had fun for a couple of years in the 2000s. I had fun for a couple of years in the late, you know, the 2010-ish, and then I had fun in 2014-15, and that's it. Everything else is just a big fu from Ole Miss football to me. So I'm putting my Ole Miss Rebels number three. There, I said it. The craziest cultic fans I've ever seen, probably Texas A&M, Arkansas, and I have to go back to Tennessee. Man, the, to me, going to these games for 28, 29 years, every, not missing – Hardly any games at all don't miss. You get to be around a lot of those fans. And Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas, Texas A&M have the worst fans. Uh, you're leaving LSU out of this? Dude, man, I, I enjoy LSU people. I enjoy I, South Louisiana people. 6'9", 250 pounds of solid rock. Try being 5'8", fat, and getting your ass kicked every time you see one. I have a little romantic story when it comes to LSU, so I can't hate them. I don't know if I've ever told you this. So when me and my brother were little, my brother decided he was going to write every SEC school, which back then I guess it was only 10 10 teams back in the early to mid-'80s. He wrote them and said, hey, can you, you know, I'd love, you got anything, please send it to me like any starstruck kid with uh, uh, SEC football like he was back then. And, the, you know, the only person to send us anything back was LSU. LSU sent us a handwritten letter with stickers in it. So I have a hard time hating LSU. Wow. I mean, okay. All right. Well, that's a pretty lame reason, but if that's how you want to go with this, that's fine. Why don't you go, re- why don't you go rake your leaves this evening, Rocky? Oh. So, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm just ready to shoot shoot these big ducks, these butterballs in the face on that big water. Yeah, I was about to say, do you still get as excited as late teen years, early 20s? Uh, uh, yes and no. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I do get as excited, but not like where I'm, you know, I, I don't know. It's just different, I guess. Like, I, you know, back then, I wasn't thinking about, like, oh, I'm getting home with my dad. This is cool because he's not going to be around forever, you know? And so I was thinking about, oh, I'm going to kill women, the greenheads, and send a picture to my friends. I'm a badass. We killed 20 mallards. Took it 37 minutes. But yeah, but back then, that was my main thing. So now it's changed because I get to – I'm not saying I enjoy sunrises and fellowship because that's not why I hunt. I hunt to go kill stuff. I hunt oh, to it, kill uh, Please. Uh, and I plan on 
I shoot Please my gun. State I'm the not truth. there to. Yeah, I'm not there to like hang out and talk spades and how Bunko was Thursday night and send sunrise pigs and crap like that. I'm there to kill those, you know what? So I still am along those lines, but I do enjoy being there and, and eating, you know, you know, eating a good steak, getting drinking about 14 chiladas, going to bed about eight o'clock, getting up at five and going and killing ducks. You can ask my friends about this. If I don't wake up to go hunting, or if I tell you I'm not going to hunt for fish, I have had 700 beers. I I, I, I will go hunt in a typhoon if I told you I was going to hunt. I think I've stood up. I know I've stood up Fulgrim last year, and I stood up Patrick fishing one time, and if I told you that story, it would be rated X. But I, I don't. I get up and go regardless if I can even see. And I will sleep while I'm hunting. I, I don't have any problem with that. But I'm going to go. You can ask anybody that hunts with me about that. Because I'm sure that, like, at nights when I've been kind of had a few beverages, I guarantee you some of my friends have been like, there's no way he's getting up. There's no way. And I do every time. I would say I get up 98 or 99% of the time, and, that, and I'm not exaggerating. See, I, I think that a lot of people can go online and say hunting, duck hunting is about the sunrises. Duck hunting is about working birds. It's about laughing with your buddy, blah, blah. I think it's a combination of all of them. It's not what you're able to do turkey hunting or deer hunting, but at the end of the day, it's about the killing. It, 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 it is the number one factor. But, hey, I, mean, I got a, one, one, one important topic that's come up that you and I have not covered that we should have covered last week was, dude, what are some of these people going to, our, our social media hunters, the, the ones that the social media expert hunters, what are they going to do now that Instagram is uh, taking away the number of, of likes that it, the public is are able to see? I'm not are they sure. Gonna go mad? I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't understand it. Like, what else is there to do on Instagram? I mean, you just scroll through and look at pictures. It's not like, you know, like, what do you... Like, what do you do? I mean, you get, like, a bonus round if you get 25 likes. <laughs> oh. I think they're going to go nuts. I mean, I... I Without the I, public I being able know. to see how many likes something got, I think a lot of these people are going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the I'm gonna tell you something. Josh Criswell said something. The, one of the most intelligent things I heard last Friday. I was on the phone with him last Friday. With I, I was sitting there picking up kids from school, and and Criswell said, "You know what? <laughs> All these people that are 
become famous because of social media, you know what? Social media is not going to be there probably five years from now. They're already limiting the number of things that you see involved with hunting anyway. So who's to say Instagram and Facebook or any of them are going to be there five years from now? That's the truth. Well, or for, I'm know. saying for hunting, to put your hunting pictures, blah, 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 whatever, post up. Well, yeah, I mean, they've already cut down the gun sales and all that, and they already, you know, cut out the graphic stuff. I don't know, man. I don't really care. I don't really care. I don't have a dog in the fight. So I don't really, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess people, some people just stop hunting if they can't post their log pics. 37 limits by 815, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before I let you go, i got to ask you one. Dude, if somebody does not hire you to come and do a commercial on their car lot, boat lot, whatever it may be, they're idiots after that commercial on Friday. That may be one of the best things I've ever watched. Well, I mean, it took three takes. So, I mean, the, the first time I forgot my phone number, the second time when I tripped, I literally fell. And and and, uh, and Michael was filming me, and he's like, dude, you got to trip again. That's awesome. And so I just <laughs> tripped again. And by the way, I, tri I tripped on decoys, if anybody was wondering. It wasn't the, it wasn't the trailer. Church, church, I know you're back there in the background. No, 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 this is, it's Michael Pierce, not church. Church oh. is playing golf. <laughs> church plays golf every day. This is Michael Pierce. We're, we're at the river <laughs> picking up a boat. Oh. Man. I don't know. I, I promise, I don't know man. You, 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 I swear, it's almost like you stayed up, like, late night just studying <laughs> Car car lot commercials. It, it, it was absolutely beautiful. You want to know the truth of what really happened? Michael walk. Michael walks in the shop. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Man, I think we should do a commercial today." And he's like, "Well, have you thought about it?" I was like, "No." And he's like, "Well, do you want to think about it for a little bit?" I said, "No, let's go outside and shoot it." That's exactly what happened. I'm not kidding. It's a thing of beauty, man. It, it, it was great. It was really good. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, you know, just try, just try to, just try to sell a few boats so I can buy my baby some shoes. You know. All right, Rob. Don't kill too many. Get in trouble this weekend. We'll I won't. But I was going to let Monday. you know the 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 Greasem Outfitters migration report starts Friday. Oh boy. So, you can watch it or good. not, I don't care, still, you can watch it or not, I don't care, I'm still going to post it, I'm still going to send it. All right, brother, I'll let you go, I enjoyed it, we will talk again next week, good luck this weekend, thank you again for being here, we want to thank all of you that listened to this edition of the End of the Line Podcast, powered by DuckDuck.com. Go Balls!